Welcome to the Mind and My Wellness Podcast, your podcast for all things macros, movement, mindset, and everything in between. I'm your host, Danny Marenberg, an ex yo yo dieting cardio junkie turned sustainable nutrition coach who's helped over 1,000 women feel confident in their skin by learning how to eat for their goals without sacrificing a life well lived. I created the Mind and My Wellness podcast to give you simple, effective, and manageable tips you can take away from each episode and implement in your daily life to look and feel like the best version of you. Each week, my guests and I teach you the secrets to mastering your health and owning your power. Nutrition, mindset, movement, and women's health are all topics you'll find here. Think of our time together as your productive little health break from the day. So grab your headphones, fill up your water, and let's dive into today's episode. I know just how challenging it can feel at times to remain consistent with any plan, especially when it comes to something that's completely new to you, whether that's your nutrition, your exercise, or just making your bed in the morning. I posted a poll a few weeks back asking my audience what their biggest struggle was when it came to hitting their health goals. And an overwhelming majority of responders said they struggled most with being consistent. And when asked why they struggle with consistency, they chalked it up to two main reasons, time and motivation. But the hard reality of it is, if it's not important to you, you will not prioritize it. And if it is something that's important to you, you will prioritize it. So if your health is important to you, you make it a priority. If your family is important to you, you make them a priority. If your career is important to you, you make it a priority. Now, if all of these things are a priority for you, you may feel like, how the heck do I prioritize my priorities? That's why my goal for this episode is to equip you with quick and simple tips that you can take away to implement just a bit more consistency into your own routine to truly see progress when it comes to those health goals you've set for yourself. Today, I'm going to share why you shouldn't toss in the towel too quickly with your consistency and six strategies you can implement today to start becoming more consistent to see the change you really so desperately want. I've got so many good strategies packed into this episode, so if you're ready, let's dive on in. First, I want to have a little chit chat as to why consistency is so important. And you might think it's a no brainer, but I want to break it down for you. Consistently doing something allows for three things to occur. You build habits, you establish a routine, and then you achieve sustainable results. Building habits is essential because it allows healthy behaviors to become automatic and ingrained in our daily lives. When actions become habits, we don't have to rely so much on willpower or motivation to make the right choices. They simply just become second nature. Consistently practicing these healthy habits build a strong foundation for a long-term success and sustainable lifestyle changes. These can be built slowly over time. You don't have to feel like you have to do all of the habit changes right away. Even small changes to your habits can make a huge impact. Then establishing a routine provides structure and stability, making it easier to stay consistent in your health journey. Routines and structures can also help to eliminate decision fatigue by creating set times and activities you do regularly in your day. 
With a clear routine, we don't have to spend excess time and mental energy deciding what to do next. Our actions are already predetermined. This also frees up mental space and reduces stress. This allows us to really focus on other aspects of our lives while maintaining consistency in our health journey. Now, I don't know about you, but anything I can reduce do to reduce stress and free up some time, I am all for. So creating and establishing a routine can be so beneficial for that reason alone. And going back to priorities, if your health is a priority to you or you want your health to become a priority to you, having a routine can help you plan and prioritize your health-related activities reducing the chance of skipping or neglecting them due to lack of time or motivation. Now, I have a great example of one of my clients. Her name is Alexis, and Alexis has two daughters. And Alexis is also a busy working woman who manages a very large team at a very large tech company. And she's also writing a book. She was doing so many things. And she could easily have chalked it up to not being consistent because of lack of time or losing motivation or having a million different priorities, but she decided to make her health a priority to her. And so one of the things she did was she took her daughter's rock climbing a couple times a week. And at their rock climbing gym, they had a section of cardio equipment and strength training equipment. And what she did was while her daughter's rock climbed, she went over and she got in her steps and she did some strength training. And then anytime they had any other types of sports practices at school, she would go out in the parking lot or around the track and just do some walking and getting in her steps. And that's how she prioritized her health while also prioritizing her family and her children. Now, building habits and creating routine can lead to consistency, and consistency leads to sustainable results, and it can do that in two ways. One is that by consistently showing up, you are bound to see progress over time, and the second is that it creates this positive feedback loop, so as you consistently show up, and let's say your goal is fat loss, You consistently show up and you show up and you show up and all of a sudden you continuously start to see the scale creeping down, your measurements creeping down. It creates this positive feedback loop where you want to keep pushing forward and keep building consistency and moving forward towards those health goals because you're seeing the positive effects because of that consistency. So all in all, consistency is very, very important to lead to the sustainable results that I know all of us are looking for. So without further ado, let's jump into the six strategies for consistency to hit your health goals. Strategy number one is setting realistic expectations. Now, this one is huge because I know firsthand that we all want instant gratification, right? We want that instant result. And when we don't see instant results, it makes it a whole heck of a lot harder to persist and remain consistent. So understanding what your primary goal is, is going to be key. What is that primary goal? Is it fat loss? Is it building muscle? Is it maintaining your current results, maybe from a past fat loss phase or dieting phase? Really focus on what is your primary goal. And I know a lot of us are going to say, well, I want all of it. 
What I want you to do is focus on one goal in particular at this moment. What is that one primary goal? Get really clear on what that is and hone in on it. Then it's really important to understand the time it's going to take to see sustainable results. And I get this one wholeheartedly too. We want to see results quickly. And if we don't, that's when we start to question whether or not our program, our eating patterns, our nutrition, if it's working or not. And I highly recommend if you haven't already, go take a listen at last week's episode. I talk all about the differences between weight loss and fat loss. And so I highly recommend giving that episode a listen because it breaks down this in quite a bit more detail. But understanding that sustainable results are going to take time and why they take a little bit more time than a quick fix. So that's really important. And then lastly is individualized preferences and lifestyles will also determine the rate of success. So for example, if we have somebody who is being accurate and consistent 90% of the time versus someone who's maybe only accurate and consistent 70% of the time, that's completely okay, but we have to set our expectations accordingly. We can't compare ourselves to person A who is being consistent and accurate 90% of the time if we're being consistent 70% of the time. Yes, at 70%, you can still see results, but they're going to be a little bit slower to progress than that of somebody who is operating at 90% consistency. So really understanding your preferences and lifestyle and being okay if your progress is moving a little bit slower because your accuracy and consistency isn't quite matching up as to whoever else you're comparing to. So moral of this story is try not to compare yourself to others. We're all at different parts of our journey. We're all giving it different efforts. So it's really important not to compare our chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. Strategy number two for you is planning and prepping. And what I really want to focus on here is meals, because oftentimes with nutrition, this is where people either lose motivation or they don't have time, which go back to those two main struggles that most people that I polled were running into. So here are some tips and tricks as it applies to meal planning and prepping. First is always have staple foods on the ready at home. What I mean by staple foods are those are the foods that you can easily make multiple different meals out of. So if you're somebody who needs new meals every single night, you can't do the same meals over and over and over again. Amazing. This approach will still work for you. So examples of these are for me, I love having the staple foods of proteins in my fridge, like lean chicken breast, chicken sausage, turkey bacon, ground turkey is a great one. For carbohydrate sources, I like to focus on whole food carbohydrate sources. So sweet potato, zucchini, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, but then maybe having other carbohydrate sources like pita bread or whole grain bread or rices. And oh, I love my bonza pasta, my chickpea pasta. Those are definitely a staple for me. And then fats. So think of some fats that you love. For me, it's avocado, nut butters. I love good olive oil or avocado oil. And then some staple snacks, because we are all going to run into those times when we are crunched for time, 
We're on the go and we need something quick and easy. So things like Greek yogurt cups or jerky. I love chicken and turkey jerky because it's a bit more lean. Things like protein powders and bars. I would recommend with those using those more sparingly and try to aim for ones that are more whole food focused versus highly processed. But those types of snacks, those types of staple foods in the form of snacks can become very handy when we're in the car. You just need to throw something in your bag and take with you on the go. I also have a ton of simple, easy, and ready in under 10 minute macro-friendly recipes on my Instagram. I'll go ahead and link it down in the show notes. And I also have a free macro-friendly recipe ebook that I'll link in the show notes as well that you can download. So head on over there and you can snag that link for 15 free recipes to help you with identifying what staple foods you love and how to make easy macro-friendly meals out of them. The other step here is that you can bulk prep foods. So some ideas are to toss proteins in an instant pot or a crock pot if you have that. That is so dang easy and it can make enough protein for you for a couple days. So chicken breast with some salsa, turkey breast, whatever you want, you can toss in an instant pot or a crock pot and leave it, set it and forget it. And then you have proteins for you for the rest of the week, the next couple days, whatever that looks like. You can also roast veggies in bulk all at once and store those in the fridge to easily toss into meals. The other thing you can do, which kind of goes back to my staple foods is in the freezer section, you can buy bags of veggies that are frozen that you can easily just dump into meals on the go. So that's a great option too. Things like overnight oats or chia pudding that you can make in bulk. You can make multiple different cups of them and store them in the fridge so they're easy on the go. Breakfast for you to take in the morning if you're running out the door. You can make high protein soups in the crock pot, on the stove, in bulk, and then save the rest of it. Another thing that I love to do is I love to make really large dinners and then have my portion and save the rest for either lunch the next day or dinner the next day, freeze it so that you have meals ready to go. And maybe they're already pre-tracked, so they're very easy for you to include into your diet with very little effort. I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to quickly interrupt to share with you something that I only wish I knew years ago on my health journey that changed everything for me. I was the girl who had tried every diet under the sun, worked out seven days a week, yet was constantly left feeling disappointed that all my hard work and time wasn't paying off. Can you relate? If the answer is yes, then my free training, Three Steps to Transform Your Body with Macros, is just for you. In this training, I share the secrets to leveraging your metabolism to lose fat without restriction, eliminating the foods you love, or sacrificing a life well-lived. So if you're ready to say so long to yo-yo dieting and kick low-calorie diets to the curb, you're not going to want to miss this free training. Head on over to mindedmymacros.com forward slash free training to register today. Or you can head on over to my show notes to find the link. I hope to see you there. All right, now back to the episode. 
Moving on to strategy number three is to utilize a tool or an app like a food tracking app. So if you're tracking your macros or you're tracking your calories, tracking apps like MyFitnessPal or LoseIt can be extremely helpful in planning out your day. So this is what I refer to as pre-logging. So pre-logging is essentially building out your day ahead of time so you have a clear map of exactly what to eat, how much of each of those foods to eat to hit your macros. So this allows you to have a full game plan ahead of time, taking out that effort of having to think, ooh, what should I have for dinner? What should I make for lunch? You can plan it all out ahead of time and have it prepped and ready to go. Then you just grab and go. You eat and you're hitting your macros. The other amazing features using tracking apps like MyFitnessPal and LoseIt are that they have functionalities like barcode scanners and recipe creators. This makes it extremely helpful and can save your time where you can just easily scan a barcode to get nutrition labels and log it. And you can also make bulk recipes by creating a recipe within the app so that you can always go back and easily recreate the recipe and log it with ease. As you start getting more comfortable tracking your food in a tracking app, it becomes a lot more seamless as well. So with my fitness pal, for example, if it sees that you're having very similar foods for breakfast every day, it will start to recommend, hey, are you going to have this for breakfast? And you can easily log it. So again, it's starting to save you even more and more time, but you're still working towards your health goals. Strategy four is to find an exercise rhythm and routine that works for you. So scheduling, if you're anything like me, you love a good schedule and routine. Blocking out time to get your workout in and take a walk can really help to guarantee that you're prioritizing your movement and exercise into your day. It's also really important, in my opinion, to find an exercise or a form of movement that you enjoy. I can sit here and tell you all day about the benefits of strength training, but if you absolutely despise strength training, that's really not going to help you. So I love strength training. I think it's absolutely amazing, but I also love Pilates. So I incorporate both into my routine each week. I have my days where I go to Pilates and I have my days that I do my strength training. So I know going into my week, I have four days of strength training, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and I have Pilates on Saturday mornings and sometimes on Wednesdays. And so now I have that set routine. I have that set pattern and I look forward to it every week and I don't really have to think about it. I have it all scheduled and it's there and I just execute. But going back to finding an exercise that you personally enjoy, it's all about not forcing yourself into something that you don't love. So instead of exercising once a week, doing something that you don't love, and you're only doing it once a week because you don't love it, you're not being very consistent with it. So instead, do the exercise that you do love doing and you do enjoy going to and doing, and then you'll be more consistent with it, which is ultimately way more important and what is going to move the needle. Now, the final two ways to get consistent ultimately come down to overcoming mental blockers and challenges that undoubtedly arise. And those two things are 
your mindset and motivation, and accountability and support. So I want to dive into each of these a little bit more. Let's start with mindset and motivation. So two things that I see very common amongst women who struggle with consistency and achieving their health goals is that they are focused on perfection or, and, or I should say they have an all or nothing mindset. So with perfection, I get it. I'm a perfectionist guilty here. (laughs) I'm working through that, but with perfection, it is important to know that we do not need to be perfect a hundred percent of the time to see progress. Going back to my example earlier, we can have two individuals. One is 90% accurate and consistent. The other is 70% consistent. Even at 70% consistent, you can still see results. Yes, it's going to move a little bit slower, but you don't need to be perfect. And oftentimes this aim to perfection can actually debilitate us from achieving our results because we're so focused on doing everything perfect that then sometimes it can lead to this all or nothing thinking. So the other part of this is an all or nothing mindset, which I also have been guilty of. And that's when we think that, you know, we weren't a hundred percent perfect. So we failed and that is not true whatsoever. Now, when it comes to food and an all or nothing mindset, You might struggle personally with thinking, oh, I was good all throughout the week. And then the weekend came around and I had that slice of pizza. It ruined the whole weekend. I might as well just give up for this weekend and I'll start again Monday. That, my friend, is an all or nothing mindset. And that can be completely detrimental to your consistency and to your overall success. So instead of having an all or nothing mindset that typically stems from this desire to be perfect or from perfection. Instead of that, let's reframe our mindset to think, okay, I had this pizza pizza, but the great thing about a sustainable diet is that I can have this pizza pizza and I know how to balance it out the rest of the week or the rest of the day. So instead of chalking up that one decision, which by the way, is not even a bad decision, it's a decision that you made because you want to enjoy it. You want that piece of pizza. Nothing is wrong with that. And instead of having an all or nothing mindset and focusing on that perfection, we can instead think of balance. So really overcoming this mindset block and reframing can lead to improved consistency. And last but not least here is accountability and support. I truly believe who you surround yourself with matters. So if you have a group of family and friends that are there supporting you, amazing. Find an accountability partner. Find someone who can join you on this journey. Now, if you feel like you really want to take on your health and you want to be consistent, but you're not surrounded by people who are either like-minded or really understand why or what it is that you want to do, then here are a couple outlets. You can find an online community of other like-minded women or men where you can connect and share stories and really meet people who are there to help support you. 
So this is exactly why I created my Macros Plus community. This community is available to my alumni from the Macro Body Method course that I have or from my Macro Accelerator coaching program. So you can continue to get support and connect with like-minded women who are all in this community there to support one another on their journey. You can also seek out professional guidance. So finding a coach or somebody who can be that accountability, that support, that encouragement, that can be something that could be extremely beneficial for you if you struggle finding that community or support system. This is a big reason why I created the Macro Accelerator program, which is my four-month one-on-one and group coaching program is it provides those who are looking for that accountability or support or guidance with that one-on-one tailored attention with very frequent check-ins and support via Slack. So it feels like we are there with you on your personal journey, helping you and supporting you and being that accountability partner. So finding some sort of professional guidance can also be a really great way to maintain accountability and feel supported in your journey. I know we covered a lot of different strategies in this episode. So to recap, we talked about why consistency is crucial to seeing results that you so desperately want and deserve and the six strategies to help you get consistent. One is setting realistic expectations. Two is meal planning and prepping. Three is getting a food tracking app and start to pre-log and plan out your day so you have that game plan. Four is finding a routine that you love and that works for you. Number five is reframe your mindset and squash perfectionism and that all or nothing mentality. And number six is find accountability and support and a community that will support you, encourage you, and help you prioritize your goals. With that, I hope you can take one, two, or maybe all of these strategies and start implementing them into your life starting today to get consistent. Remember that results take time and it's important to keep showing up day after day, week after week, and month after month, even if you feel like you're not making any progress. My rule of thumb is give yourself 90 days of consistency before deciding if something is working for you or not. Let's make a promise right now, you and me, that you do that before giving up. All right, friends? I know you can do it. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, my gal, keep minding your wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love hearing from you, so shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Mind and My Macros to keep the combo going. If you've learned anything from this episode or any of my past episodes, I'd really love it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I love hearing what you've learned or what you've taken away from any of these episodes. It means so much to me when you do that. And if you have any friends, you know, that need a little help kicking some old dieting mentalities to the curb and want some simple, effective, and sustainable tips to feel their best, share a link to this episode with them. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.